Hello, hello, it's Kate here. Um, it's been a while since I've been back. Um, so I'm kind of, yeah, I'm excited to hop back on here and talk. Um, yeah, I've just been really busy um, tending to a bunch of other things that were requiring my time and attention and um, resources. And I also don't like um, forcing content. Um, so there was a couple things that I like pre-recorded and wanted to throw on here, but I didn't feel like I was quite done with this empathy um, content stuff that my last two episodes have been about. Um, I knew that there was more that I wanted to um, put out and to say and to share. Um, and I just haven't really had like that effortless flow regarding how to like put it all into a recording. Because another thing that um, is important to me with this podcast is um, kind of like following inspiration and not forcing it. Um, so it's like if I'm not inspired, I'm not going to force myself to get on here just for the sake of like um, consistency, I guess. Um, because I think, yeah, I, I don't really have, um, I don't, I, I have a hard time living like that, like living by uh, rules and habits versus like kind of like moment by moment taking in and putting out what what is required of me in that moment or in that day or in that hour. Um, I really don't like, um, I just, I remember reading, hold on a second, I'm going to check my volume. <laughs> okay, I think, I think I'm good. Oh, it feels so weird to be recording. Um, I think I, what was I saying? Yeah, I think I read um, a while back with podcasting or um, Instagramming, you're supposed to like be consistent and be regular and um, I get it and I, I like I like that. However, like when it comes to inspiration and creativity and just my own resources, like if I'm tapped out or if I'm, um, if like a lot of me is required elsewhere, I'm not going to torture myself or like force myself to like podcast or write or get something out there, like crank it out. Um, it's just not how I operate. Um, 
So here I am. I'm back. Hello. Um, it feels good. Yeah, I'm like super. Yeah, it feels weird to be recording, um, but I'm super happy to be here and to be talking into this microphone speaker thing. Um, so continuing on with empathy. Um, so this is a subject uh, that my last two episodes have been um, about. And, you know, let me recap. I'm going to like do my best to give the shortest like two, three sentence recap um in case you're just like hopping on to this um this recording and you don't really have time or whatever to listen to my previous two so one so I'm kind of discussing yeah I'm discussing and I'm I'm uh this um I'm discussing empathy and I'm basically I'm sharing a lot of my own personal uh, opinions and issues I have with our current culture um, around empathy and like being empathetic and being sensitive. So in my first episode, uh, um, with starting this conversation, which is a couple episodes back is is basically like my problem um with this push towards um like being empathetic and um and my 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 main problem with that is I feel like being empathetic and like labeling yourself an empath and um you know, being a highly sensitive person, those labels, those ways of uh, basically identifying the emotional states and sensations and honestly lack of boundaries inside. Um, I feel like that's being used currently as like this badge of honor. Um, So, and also like behavior modification for other people. So instead of Instead of understanding that, oh, hey, I absorb all this shit from other people. Therefore, my boundaries are actually weak. And my sense of self-reference and nervous system is actually very, um, it's dysregulated. That's why I'm absorbing others. You know, instead of that, we come at it or like... um, what I've seen is, you know, people are coming at it like, I'm sensitive, I'm an empath, so therefore you, you know, you, the other, need to be more careful around me. And basically, like, we're trying to use our sensitivity and our empathy um, to basically make a lot of excuses and... um for our own selves. Um, so I see a lot of that and I think it's bullshit and it's, 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 um, it's appalling to me, honestly, that like adult population is doing this and relating this way. And it's like endorsed. Um, 
And another problem I have, let me see if I can remember. Um, I do these episodes like on the fly, so I don't have like some outline um, that I'm following. Um, and the other problem I have with it, so yeah, first of all, first problem is that we're we're using empathy as this like badge of honor and for behavior regulation and modification of another you know other people instead of looking at it like hey I actually have issues um and and holding ourselves responsible for that um and the other problem is I I feel like uh we've confused a little bit um or we've enmeshed a little bit this concept of intimacy and empathy and how like to have intimacy you should you like you know um value and uh, like work on being empathetic and empathetic listening and I, i also think that is very often dysfunctional because um and this is actually something I'll talk about in my second episode regarding about empathy is I, I, I come at it like what empathy is. It's not a skill set that we need to learn. It's like literally like it's it's an embodied state of being inside where we can afford to extend our nervous system to another and help them co-regulate with us and you know vice versa like when we need um some help co-regulating because maybe our nervous system went way out of our window of tolerance um and so like we reach out to a friend and we're like you know discussing this story what's happening underneath that desire to like reach out and feel seen um, or feel heard what's happening is basically like what we're wanting is some help regulating a nervous system co-regulating with another and but in order to do that like the person whose nervous system is not um under dysregulation and stress in that moment they need to be able to afford to extend it like and I, I don't want to talk, um, I think, I don't want to get into, I, I don't want to spend too much time, like, in this episode discussing that, if that sounds interesting, or if that sounds, um, yeah, if that sounds interesting, please go back one episode um, and listen to that, because I discuss it in extent um, in my previous episode, right before this one, um, so... Uh, this concept of co-regulation and um, that really to have empathy be healthy and flowing and um, not an excuse-making machine. Um, I feel like it helps to look at it from the eyes of nervous system and yeah so what I want to talk about so moving on so uh with further conversation 
on um, empathy is I uh, actually came across this description of it just like a couple of days ago. And this is the best um, description of empathy that I've I've read and it definitely is in like agreement with what I'm talking about um and this is uh something that Matt Licata wrote he is an incredible um therapist slash mentor slash teacher out in Boulder Colorado um He's just really highly skilled and skilled and trained and a great um, resource if you want to read any of his stuff. Um, you can go to his Instagram. His Instagram is under Matthew Licata. Um, and he's just, uh, he's super skilled, super gifted. Um, one of the things that I just makes him phenomenal in my opinion is the, the the ability like he's also an amazing writer so he's able to put into writing um these concepts and experiences um uh, that are heavily like psychological and somatic and um, he's able to put all that in writing very, very well. Um, so he's awesome. And yeah, I was on Instagram just, uh, I think it was just like a couple days ago. And I was scrolling and I saw this post from him. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is my inspiration. Like, you know, next free time I have and um, where I can just relax and chat i'm gonna talk about this because this is this is perfect so i'm gonna read um what he talks what he says he says empathy is the embodied tending to the immediate experience of another as it unfolds moment to moment to dare to hold the other not merely as an object of our own awareness but as a unique subject with valid feelings and beliefs and ways of making sense of their experience. So, and then he goes on and says, if the other can clearly articulate their experience, that will make the empathetic process easier. But this is often not the case. Um... Let me go down a little bit. Um, so empathy is the capacity to stay with the other's experience as it unfolds, to attune to their subjectivity while simultaneously being aware of our own contribution to the interactive field by way of our own biases, transference, and projection somehow using that material for the benefit of the relationship. Um, 
So what um gosh, I I I I love I love reading this and um what he says about it and what stands out that I haven't touched on um in my other uh talk about it but I uh you know heavily agree with this is so um there's ways we look at others and it's often like when we're dysregulated when we're triggered oftentimes the person in front of us they they they're in they book like when we're out of tune and when we're having a hard time regulating and understanding our own uh, nervous system dysregulation, which then sets off our stories and belief systems. Um, the person in front of us becomes an object. So, so it's like their subjectivity is very hard to remember when we're triggered. So, you know, another, this is another problem I have actually with like conflict, conflict resolution. That's like basically (laughs) requiring or demanding, um, uh, that, you know, both parties become empathetic to the other. It's like, no, uh, you, 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 you cannot, um, be empathetic in in this you can't be in a state of empathy if you're like if you're triggered and you don't understand how to like meet yourself there you're It, it, I mean, it's to me. It's just. It doesn't make any sense. It's. It's a little absurd, and it's like a setup for failure down the road, to be then like requiring that person in that time to, um, yeah. Anyway, um, let me try to go back, <laughs> go back to this concept of like object and subject. So oftentimes when we're triggered and when we're dysregulating, um, the person in front of us, we, we have a hard time remembering and, you know, having an experience of that they're a subject, like they're their own being with their own experience that's like as valid as ours in this moment like you know what they're going through what they're experiencing what they're having go on is valid just like um us and so um when we can afford to look at the person in front of us and remember like their subjectivity and that they're a subject um and that you're they're unique um 
and they're unique with the way they're making sense of what is currently happening. And oftentimes it's not how we're making sense of what is happening. Um, However, that doesn't make either one right or wrong. It's just each is valid in of themselves and in the way that they're making sense of what is happening. And the skill here is not to, you know, put yourself in their shoes or, you know, find that empathetic bone that's supposed to help you now. Um, The skill set here would be to... um, To honestly find your own um, find your own emotional legs, okay, and find your own space and understand that you're responsible for that and they're responsible for theirs, and and just listen. So the skill set here isn't. To like listen and then repeat back what they said, you know, um, that's a tool. Um, And I I think oftentimes it works, but I I feel like sometimes actually, yeah, I feel like oftentimes tools, they they make us... um, Tools and techniques, they make us like like a little mechanic, right? They make us into a technician versus, again, our own, like, <laughs> and unique individual. Um, and another thing that sometimes uh, executing these tools of communication, another thing that, that gets in the way of actually... Um, is embodiment and embodied empathy um, where you 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 can listen to how they're making sense of what's happening and remove what they're saying from having it be personal to you and and really just, Give them that attention, you know, moment by moment as they're speaking about how they're making sense of this. And I know this is super hard to do if there's like blame. Um, So a lot of folks don't know how to communicate without blaming, you know, you for what they're experiencing. And I know that's really hard to hold this position while... Um, if there's like blame language or blame or like direct blame, um, it's really hard to do this um, under those conditions. I get that. And I mean, it's still hard for me. Like, <laughs> I have very little tolerance um, or patience for that. Um, to, it's, it's hard for me to. Um, so... And I feel like finding our own subjectivity and our own emotional legs and 
understanding that, hey, like what I'm experiencing, how I'm seeing this, how I'm feeling about this is this is going to sound so cliche, but like it, it's somewhat a reflection of it, it's a reflection of me and what I need from this person that's, you know, across from me. I just want them to know how I'm making sense of this. And oftentimes, like, that's enough. Like, if you have folks that understand and have practice with, um, have practice with um, taking care of themselves emotionally and understanding, like, hey, my emotional equilibrium, my emotional well-being really should not be dependent on um, the other person validating and empathizing. Um, and that's oftentimes like a lot of things. That's a lot of what we're taught. I feel like is, is actually how to seek out that external validation and external uh, validation of our, of our emotional, um, our emotional situation. And that is, I mean, that's some, that, that, that's, that doesn't work. I mean, it it just, it doesn't work. It won't work. It won't work long-term. I mean, maybe it'll achieve and de-escalate a situation momentarily. Um, But that type of relating doesn't bring actual, like, closeness or empathy because um you know again like matt said it so perfectly it's i'm gonna read it again it says you know empathy is the embodied tending to the immediate experience of another as it unfolds moment to moment to dare to hold the other not merely as an object of our own awareness but as a unique subject with valid feelings and beliefs and ways of making sense of their experience. So in a lot of times, like that's what like that's what empathy is. It's like that ability to um on an embodied level allow the other person to have their experience, articulate their experience, and not take it personally, but to to be there with them. Like that's empathy, and again, kind of going back to to what I talk about in my my episode previous to this is, in order to do this, though, I mean, nervous system regulation is 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 crucial and necessary, and and understanding how to tend to your own dysregulation when it happens and understand because then that's when you can actually afford to um, have this embodied tending to of the immediate experience of another as it unfolds. Um, So yeah, I 
think I think this was a <laughs> I think this was a lot of um content that I just threw out a lot of um yeah, I feel like this was a lot um, for 28 minutes. Um, but, you know, that's what it is. That's what I got. Um, so, okay, yeah, that's what that's what I wanted to add today to the empathy conversation, which... Um, which, yeah, today, uh, kind of looking at subjectivity versus objectivity, looking at another as a subject versus an object. Um, and, yeah, and how empathy... Um, it's really not... Uh, this um, huge, mysterious, you know, unknown to us skill set that we need to like learn or, you know, utilize all these tools. I feel like the super, super important piece of education and tools, if you will, that is that is needed is 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 uh education on the nervous system and dysregulation because all of us have dysregulation and how to bring back online self-reg and um how that really in 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 turn it takes care of these um these things like you know, empathy or lack of empathy and, um, and also notice too, like in Matt's description, there was nothing regarding taking on another and, um, like taking on another and, you know, um feeling your system over an overwhelmed because this other person is just you know overwhelmed so now you're overwhelmed that's not empathy that's like serious um nervous dysregulation meeting nervous system dysregulation and people just spinning out on a biological level um that's what that is. It it's 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 really not something to um be proud of or offer all these, you know, self-care articles on self-care for empaths. It's like, oh my gosh. Um no. Self <laughs> Yeah. Um so that's what I want to say today. I think next time I'm feeling I'm getting this idea right now quick. I think with my next one, I'm going to talk about 
uh, empathy and children and how, um, yeah, I just got a, a couple things to say there on empathy and kids and, um, I work with kids. I've super experience with kids and how I approach my approach to children and to interaction and you know like leading them and guiding them my approach is um different than a lot of basic things out there um I do look at things deeper and um Uh, so yeah, I think in my next one, I'm gonna do, uh, a bit on children and empathy. And yeah, thank you for tuning in. It was great to be back. And, uh, I'll talk at you soon. Okay, bye. Oh, and take good care. Okay, bye.